Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, AKA the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. I am your host, Danny Carter Iddens. How are you guys doing? I am so excited. I have someone today that we have been trying to get this together for you guys for quite a few months. So I'm so excited. I have my friend Peggy O'Flaherty here. She is another Chicago girl, and we are just really excited for her to be here today. Peggy, how are you doing? Oh, good morning, Danny. Good nice morning. Good morning. So Peggy is the co-founder and chief communications officer of Mavely. Now, if you've been following me on social media, you know that I have just started a partnership with Mavely like as in the last month or so. And so I wanted to bring Peggy on because I just really love what she's doing with Mavely and just her whole mission of, you know, empowering and supporting women, which, you know, is also my mission. And so I wanted to bring her on. You guys, she's one of us. She's a mom and oh my gosh, is she a mom? Wait till you find out how mom she is. <laughs> and she's a business owner. This is her, isn't this your fourth? Yes. Business. Yes, my fourth company. Yes. This is her fourth company that she started. So if we have somebody that knows what they're talking about, this is her. So Peggy, I'm going to, you know, just bring it over to you. Um, tell me a little bit about your mom life, about your family life, you know, tell everybody, you know, why you're on the mom cast today. Uh, well, Danny, we were so excited to partner with you because our core mission at Mavely was to partner with authentic women around the country who were focused, mission-based on empowering other women in our everyday lives as mothers, sisters, wives, um, to do the thing that we do, which is naturally helping our friends um, advance their lifestyle in many different ways. And so you were a perfect fit for that. So again, I'm so grateful to be on the podcast with you this morning. I am the youngest of 10 children. So I think that my roots there being the baby of 10 in a big family has a lot to do with my drive and my ambition to help others. My parents had a real value of service in our community. And so I have that same thing placed on my heart to serve. I'm the mother of five. I've been married for 25 years and um, turned 50 last year, which is crazy to say because I feel about 20, okay, maybe 38. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel 20 anymore, but um, I definitely don't feel like what I thought 50 was when I thought about my mom at 50. Um, so I have tons of energy and I'm thrilled that this is my fourth company and I, I'm really thinking that this is the one that um, was put on my heart for very specific reasons. So I'm thrilled to be here with you this morning. Well, thank you so much. That's so awesome. Like I said, you see, she's a real, she's like mom, mom. She has five kids. Um, that is so awesome. And we've talked before and I've asked her like, how do you do that? Cause I have one and I feel like sometimes I'm <laughs> being pulled in 8,000 directions. So I just, I applaud you Peggy, because I can't even, my brain can't even fathom um, how you have built companies and raised five children and five successful children too. Not like, you know, <laughs> they're doing things. Um, so really, you know, the thing with Mavely is that, um, and one of the, 
I would say one of the key factors for me is, and I've shared this with you guys before, is that I'm really big on, you know, the earth. I love the earth. I love sustainability. I love recycling. We, we do all those things here. We get made fun of for it. I get made fun of for, you know, um, I think who is, a friend of mine called me uh, hippy dippy and a granola like two days ago. I don't even know. But um, I don't care. That's a, a badge I wear proudly. And because of that, that was just one of the biggest draws that I looked when, when Peggy introduced me to Mabley. She wanted me to look at, you know, what they offered. And I noticed that everything was, you know, sustainable or, or like super, super just, I don't know, friendly for people who are, you know, us granolas. Um, and so I really just enjoyed that. And the other thing, too, that I just thought was so important was that this, you know, if using Mavely brings an opportunity for women to put money back into their pockets. And that's one of my passions with taking back you for moms is to kind of help you figure out ways to, you know, be a mom, but also feel like you are bringing something to the table. So I feel like Mavely is a great option for moms, you know, for women to share hey, these are the things that I like. And in sharing those, you can share those with other women. You can empower them. And they're awesome products. They're good things. You, you see these products like on TV, like they are amazing products. And, you know, so what was the inspiration for Mavely as far as, you know, when you got started, you sat down and you wanted to do this. What, like, what was your inspiration? Where did this come from? Absolutely. So to, you know, give a, uh, a one minute overview about Mavely, it's imagine the idea that you had shopping with a purpose. So you were taking something like an Amazon and combining it with something like an Instagram where you could have a shopping experience with a social experience and you could share products with your friends that you thought had real purpose. So the idea of direct-to-consumer brands are brands usually with a real purpose. So they have a mission behind being linens for your bed or clothing for your body, uh, shoes. So companies like Allbirds, Brandless, Trade Coffee, um, Brooklyn and Sheets, all of these companies are what we consider direct-to-consumer. So you're not going to find that necessarily at Nordstrom's or Macy's or Target or Walmart. They are usually sustainable philanthropic, doing good for the world. Uh, many of them are female founded. So Mabley allows you to go into our app, download it for free. You can discover something new. You can shop for yourself and earn cash back. And then you can naturally share that with your sister, your girlfriend, the woman next door, and then she earns cash back. So both of us, Danny, you and I both earn, and we both put that little extra money back into our pocket because guess what? Influencers are doing this every single day. They're talking about brands and they're being paid for it. So all of us have bought things on Amazon or other platforms, right? We've also told our friends about it, but nobody's sending us a check for that. So I thought, how about the everyday American woman who is sharing products with their girlfriends? Because like, I love your headband. I need a headband when I'm working out and I'm around the house with the kids. Where, where did you get that? Can you recommend it to me? We do that for each other, right? So what we found was a bunch of brands, over 300 now around the country, who are saying, pick us. We want to reward American women for talking about our product products in a natural and authentic way. And so that's, I was really inspired by my own sisters. My seven older sisters are always my point of reference when I need to buy something for my house, 
you know, if I need to find a pair of jeans that help me after having five children or a bathing suit that holds me in or something for my kitchen, I turn to my sisters. And so I created Mabley as a platform where women can shop together, we can share together, and we can earn together. And it's a win-win all across the board. Well, and you know, what you just said was so I mean, I just think that's amazing that you are thinking about this in terms of, you know, a community. Because, you know, when I think about all the products that I use and the ways in which I use them, you're right. I go to my friends. How many times do we go on Facebook and we say, I'm looking for a this or I'm looking for a that? We do that all the time. So, you know, the kind of just the buying power of, women in general is just so amazing because and I think it's something that we do and we don't even realize it a lot of times. Um, how many, you know, I bet you all of us can look around and we're going to see products in our house that are there because somebody said, Hey, I found a great da 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 da. And you're like, Oh, that is great. And you get it and so on and so forth. And we share it around. So I think this is really cool that you've, you know, kind of cultivated all of these together um, and made it so that it's easier to share. It's more authentic than, you know, cause I feel like a lot of times anymore, every time I go on Instagram, I feel like I'm being sold something, you know, Oh, look, I, and there are things that people don't necessarily, um, need, <laughs> you know, but I feel in Mabley, the things that I see on there are things that I'm like, Oh, Oh man. Yeah. Oh, I could, I need this. Oh, this is awesome. I've been looking for something like this. I've been looking for this. And so I feel really, you know, um, I feel just really good and inspired by the stuff that you guys offer. And listen, if you haven't started using or heard of brandless, you got it. Brandless is amazing. Um, it's like kind of the, it's a little known, secret, but it's like the best kept secret. It's really cool. You can get products that you need all the time, but they are not marked up because they are brandless. So they're, it's just really they're and they're good quality, amazing products. I love brandless anyways, but that's just one of the, you know, um, brands that is featured on Maybelline. And did you know that Serena Williams is the main investor in brandless I, and her purpose behind that was empowering African-American women who are owning their own companies. Um, and she does that across many products, but she got involved with Brandless and Brandless was on Good Housekeeping as one of the top 50 companies in the United States that's doing good for Americans because they give a dollar to the poor for every product that's sold. Um, so between Serena Williams and her desire to invest in them as a smart business decision, between the product being a solid product, between the fact that the, the brand itself um, is doing good for American citizens, this is really, when you talk about um, empowering women at Mavely, our goal is, again, shopping with a purpose. We can choose to buy our snacks for the kitchen from anybody. Mm -hmm. But why not choose to buy it from a company like Brandless that has on many levels, they're making an impact. And that's really how American women with our buying power can change this country because we control 80% of the buying power for a household. Mm -hmm. And so we do that through every single day goods like buying Swedish fish for the kids. <laughs> that's one of brandless products. By buying toilet paper, we can actually make or break brands. So why not start to invest in brands 
that are making an impact and have a real purpose and then put more money back in our own pockets so we could pay for our kids' travel sports, our next vacation, our mortgage, our car payment. Um, that's how American women, um, that's one way American women can make a big impact. Oh my gosh. The, everything you just said is just like, um, oh, it's amazing. Um, you know, and it's just that, that whole spirit of generosity is just so, oh, it's so cool. So, you know, one of the other things that she, that Peggy has talked to me about is kind of mentoring me. We, um, we spoke a few months ago and she kind of said, you know, we, we figured out that, like I said, we're both Chicago, we're both Chicago moms. Um, I'm not in Chicago anymore, obviously, but y'all know I was born, raised in Chicago and she's been an entrepreneur since she was five years old. <laughs> So what were you selling at five years old? <laughs> well, okay. The, the baby of 10, right? There was never any extra spare change around other than what I could find inside the cushions of our couch. And so uh, my parents basically said one day I had asked for something and they said, if you want to buy that, you need to go find the money. So I truly went around our house and I asked all my siblings, is there any little trinket in the house that you don't want? I put them in my wagon and I went up and down our street and I rang the doorbell on all of our neighbors' doors and I asked them if they wanted to buy something out of my wagon and I sold the wagon out completely. <laughs> and Did you um, sell the wagon? <laughs> I should have. I should have. <laughs> And then, um, but I was so proud of myself. I came home and I think I showed my mom, it was like $6 or something, but I showed my mom the money that I had made by rolling up my sleeves and just being, um, uh, you know, a little mini entrepreneur at that age. And it's really never stopped for me. <laughs> that is amazing. I can't, I cannot say that at five years old, I was anywhere near um, thinking how I was going to make some money. <laughs> but well, I guess maybe, maybe I was, I was more of a gypsy. <laughs> I was well, you know what, you got to do what you got to do, but you made it happen. And I think that, you know, that's a quality that has obviously taken you very far. Um, and it's a great quality to have. And so the, I just think that's awesome. When you told me, <laughs> just, I just see like a little, little Peggy, like going around the neighborhood, like, Hey, <laughs> like I said, you should have sold the wagon and that would have really brought you in some, uh, <laughs> some good cash, but then you would have only have been able to do that one time. Right. I had to scale it. I had to yeah, keep right. going. Yeah. You had to think about, you think about the future, you know, I get it. I totally get it. Um, so the other thing that you've done, because like I said, this woman is absolutely amazing. Um, the other thing that you've done is you've written an ebook, haven't you? And she, this was one of the things that she told me, she says, Danny, if you haven't written an ebook, get on it like hotcakes. And I've actually been working on my ebook. It, it'll, it's not anywhere near ready yet, but it, it'll be coming. I would give, let's say, I'm going to put this out in the universe within 2020, an ebook will be on Amazon. There we go. I'm going to say it out loud. So now I have to do it. Um, but your ebook, what is it called? Living in your calling versus chasing your craving. Oh my gosh. So do you hear that? Like how that ties into literally everything I talk to you guys about all the time, living in your calling versus chasing your craving. And I think that, you know, oh my gosh, tell us about that. I love the title. Um, and I want that on like a t-shirt or something. I feel like, oh, like thank you. Amazing title. Thank you. Well, I think we all have that feeling or have had that feeling, the groundhog feeling of getting on a hamster wheel and every single day 
running and running and running and running and running. And then you're like, what am I actually doing? Because you're chasing the next carrot. Um, you know, you're chasing the, the next prize in life. And what I have found is that my desire to leave a legacy with my children mm-hmm. starts with me living in my greatest strengths and trying to find the strengths within my children and even the strengths within my husband and encouraging them to live in that space. Because um, there's very few people that are the quarterback, the star quarterback, the homecoming king or queen, the, you know, the, um, the president of the company that, you know, they're beautiful. There's very few people that have that 1% of like everything works for them, right? The rest of us all have to work at it. (laughs) Every aspect of our relationships, our professions, our physical, our spiritual sense, and it gets easier. It gets easier when we do that from a place of living in our strengths um, and stop chasing certain cravings that we have. It's not easy because sometimes we get so, I use this word, uh, you know, addicted to something that we're chasing after. And, uh, and sometimes it seems like we're on that hamster wheel and we just never get off and we never get it. We never quite attain it. But when we start living in our strengths, those things that we're chasing after, um, we start to, to grab a hold of them. And then relationships, our professional career, our fitness starts to become more fruitful. We start to become more abundant um, in everything that we're touching. Our relationships become more full because we're approaching it with our, like when people say their superpower, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, Um, you know, whatever that is, your strengths, your gifts, your talents, your superpower, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, once you identify what that is, and you show up each morning with an intention of living in that space, um, I think everything becomes a little bit easier. It also comes with acknowledging maybe what you're not great at. (laughs) Yeah. And I, that's, um, that's, you know, that's an interesting topic of, of acknowledging what you're not great at. Um, one of the things that I talk a lot about is goals and, you know, having smart goals, you know, you, you know, the whole, are they specific, measurable? I've said it a thousand times and probably everybody listening is like, we know Danny smart goals, but, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about is achievable. Are they, are these goals achievable? And, you know, sometimes we have things that we are trying to do that are just not, you know, in our wheelhouse. And I think that maybe sometimes that can be discouraging because we keep trying to do this over here when we really should be focusing on this strength over there. So one of the biggest questions that I get from a lot of my moms is um, how do they, how do they identify their strengths? Because I have a lot of moms who have been, you know, in, have been in the trenches and momming for, if not, um, you know, a couple years, several years. And so how did you figure out what you were good at, even while you were, you know, raising five kids, you kind of made sure that you kept on, you you kept a hold of who Peggy was. And I think that's a lot of my listeners, that's their struggle is they say, okay, I want to work within my strengths, but I can't even remember what I am, who I was, <laughs> let alone what I could be. Um, so, you know, how did you, how did you work through that kind of identity? Um, I, w- I won't say crisis, but I think it might be sometimes a crisis while you were raising yeah. your children. 
Danny, that's a great question. And I love, and I remember those years of being home with my children and, and thinking and talking to my husband about the fact that I didn't ever want to go back to straight corporate America. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I'm going to have to figure out after I was home for really 18 years, what is it I'm even good at? And, mm-hmm. and here has been, you know, now there's a lot of online things you could do like strength finders um, that you could do a 10 minute assessment. Um, there's another one called um, uh, the Siena Institute. And you could do like a 10 minute, I believe, assessment and figure out what your strengths are. But here's three things that I know that can help women figure out what their strengths are. Um, one, when you're living in your strength, you usually have a physical sense. Okay, so it's either something that you have tons of energy for, that you're like, I could do this all day long. I mean, and sometimes it's cooking or fitness or um, being in, you know, talking to people like what you're doing, Danny, like being on podcasts. Maybe you have so much energy when you do a podcast that you could do like a seven hour podcast and you just keep going because it feeds you, right? Mm-hmm. So there's usually a physical sense. I mean, um, people say that they feel like endless amounts of energy that they feel like it, it, it makes them feel like this is where I'm meant to be. They feel a sense of, um, uh, happiness, mm-hmm. joy from it. Okay. So the one thing there's usually when you live in your strength, there's actually a physical reaction. The second thing is that you have been affirmed by other people and they'll say, you're really good at that. Like I know if I need advice, you're the person I'm going to call. Or if I need some physical reassurance, like if I need physical healing, like I'm sad, you're the girlfriend I'm going to call. You know, people will affirm you in the things that are your strengths. And the third thing is that there's some kind of effectiveness. So you're effective in that space. Um, And so the example I always give when you're trying to figure out what your strengths are, because there's different types of strengths, like writing is a strength. Um, words of encouragement is a different kind of strength. Um, being an organizer or a um, someone who can bring people together. So I always give this example of when you find out that your sister had a baby, or another example, you found out that somebody in your neighborhood passed away. Your gut mm. gives you an inkling of how to respond immediately, right? Some people say, I need to organize meals. We're gonna organize meals for this family. Somebody else says, I'm gonna write that person a a letter of encouragement. Somebody else gets in their car, they drive right over there and they they, like, I'm gonna roll up my sleeves and I'm gonna help, you know? Or I'm gonna, another person with a strength of, um, you know, comfort or encouragement is gonna say, I'm gonna go over and I just need to be present. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna sit with this person. Okay, so when you start to really figure out what your strengths are, and I think there's like 13 identifiable strengths, and then there's subcategories of like communication as a strength, but, you know, things like wisdom, knowledge, um, help, service, these are all different types of what we consider charisms and gifts and strengths. And so when you start to identify your strengths, it's usually because somebody has affirmed you in it, you have a physical sense of it, and you've actually had some effectiveness in it. So people will say, thank you so much for organizing those meals for our family. You really pulled everybody together, right? So when we live in those strengths, and then our passions are like, I'm really passionate about, personally, I'm very passionate about um, sex trafficking of women. Mm -hmm. That's just something that was, that's not a strength of mine. It's something I'm passionate about. So how can I use my strengths to fight that cause, right? So that's something I passionately, I'd like to make an impact in there. My, you and I both, Danny, we are both passionate about empowering women. 
So how do we use our strengths? You're using your podcast and your strong communication skills and your blog to empower women. I'm using technology as a way to empower women um, and, and my reach there. So hopefully that answers your question. But I think when women are home for a period of time, it's perfect time for them to sit back and reflect what are my strengths? What are my talents or my gifts? What are things that have been put on my heart that I'm really passionate about that if I'm going to go back and create my own business, I'm going to pull on my strengths and my passions, bring those two things together to make an impact in the world. That answered my question perfectly. Um, and I'm actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to Peggy a little bit longer after we get done recording this. I'm going to get the links for those strength tests um, to put on the notes for this episode. So if you want to go ahead and look at those, they will be available to you. You know what, Peggy, I just, I want to share something else that we've been talking about that's going to be happening in uh, a few months. Peggy, like I said, and I, you know, she is an entrepreneur. She has started four companies. And so I have already invited, she was the first person that I invited this year for Mom Business May. Um, she is going to be back with us in May and she's going to, she's going to have a whole new thing that she's going to tell us about. I kind of, I'm like loving, you know, your whole strengths thing. I, I don't, I think we might have you expound on that or I don't know. You have so many things you could talk about. I feel like you could just honestly be our host for mom business may because <laughs> you have so many awesome um you know things that you've learned along the way but she will be back and if you are listening to her and you're thinking this woman knows some things then i want you to follow her on social media um you can follow mavely at mavely life on facebook instagram am i missing anything is there uh, facebook instagram uh, Twitter and LinkedIn, and then myself, Peggy O'Flaherty. I'm on all four of those as well. Otherwise, Mavely Life. Um, we'd love to have you meet us over there on social and say hello to us. Yes, that would be awesome. I mean, of course, put a link to all of that in the program notes for this as well. And you know, I just I want to thank you so much, Peggy, for coming on. She, I have to tell you, immediately we had one video chat conversation, and within that conversation, we she offered to help me. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, in, in this world, I just feel like, you know, there's not that many people who have spoken to you for maybe 45 minutes and who say, hey, if you need help with, you know, what you're trying to do, um, let me know. I've been there. I've been in the trenches. I will offer you help. And I, that's just, it, I, I was blown away by that because um, you don't see that <laughs> in, in, in this day and age anymore. Um, and, and just another little tidbit, she, her passion, um, for helping women in sex trafficking. One of the things that we figured out that we had in common was I wrote my master's thesis on sex trafficking. So we were kind of like, what? And it was just amazing how God brought us together. Uh, you know, and it was like, like you said, it's just the right time and right place. And it just worked out perfectly. Um, so she is an, a wonderful, wonderful person. She's a wonderful mom, a wonderful entrepreneur. And I'm just so thank you so much for coming on the show today. I just, I'm, I, I hope you don't mind me staring. Now, a lot of times what you guys don't realize is when we film these, we're not in the same place. We're, you know, she's in Chicago, I'm in Indianapolis, but I can see her video. And like, as she's talking, I'm like fangirling. <laughs> I'm just looking at her like, oh my gosh, you are so awesome. So, you know, thank you so much for coming on today. I really, I just really appreciate it. And I, and I know my listeners do too. Um, Cause these are all these, my listeners, they're 
really just, they're such amazing women. Um, and they just have such a passion for momming, but also like, you know, they know that there's something else that God has for them to do. And so to have you come on today and to just share like, Hey, I heard that. I heard that, you know, God had something for me to do and I figured out how to do it. That's just such an inspiration for all of us because, you know, we're in that stage right now where we're trying to figure out how to get, you know, how we have this dream and how to make it happen. And so I think having people like you to look up to and to see like it can happen, um, you know, and we have no excuses. You have five children. We have no excuses. <laughs> so just thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, and like I said, she will be back in May. And do you have anything else you want to share with us before we go? Well, Danny, one, I can't wait to read your book. So that I'm, I'm going to put that on my oh, do you see that how she got that in there? <laughs> I can't wait to read it. And, um, and yes, I'm happy you and I need to get our next like time to talk on the phone and just spend some time um, coaching and building your business. So let's get that scheduled. Have a great day, everybody. It was great to be here with your listeners. Thank you so much, Peggy. I will be talking to you soon and we'll get that figured out, okay? Bye. Bye. Isn't she fantastic? And like I said, Peggy will be back in May to help us with our Mom Business May series. Just like we did last year, we're going to bring it back this year. And she's going to help you get started, you know, help you grow, help you figure out what business you want to do. There are just so many options out there that, you know, being a, a stay-at-home mom or, you know, a mom who works part-time or something, that doesn't have to, you know keep you from doing what you want to do and following your dreams and everything like that. And Peggy, I think, is an amazing example of that. So look for her to be back in a few months. Um, and, you know, I'm going to ask you today, like I ask you every single week, if you like the Taking Back You Momcast and you really think it is um, a great mission and a great ministry, then please, by all means, subscribe to this podcast. You can find a link to do so in the program notes for this episode. And if you want to learn more about the Taking Back You Momcast or just like Taking Back You in general, you can find us on takingbackyou.com or you can check us out on social media at Taking Back You Social. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And you guys, Thank you so much. Have a wonderful Wednesday and have a wonderful rest of your week. You know, I've been looking at the calendar. We only, I think it's like 42, 43 to 42 days until spring. And y'all know how excited I get about spring. So enjoy these last few weeks of winter and just, you know, um, I don't know. We just have a lot to look forward to. So I'm really excited. I hope you have just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, thank you so much for your support.